Welcome to the On Topic podcast, episode six, the podcast where we take one particular topic each episode and look at it in fine detail. What are we looking at in fine detail today, John? We're looking at education. I think it's going to be more school specific. School days, education, how it is now, how it was, what we went through, all that good stuff. Yeah, education in general. It's it, it changes a lot, generation to generation, but there's certain things that stay the same. Yeah, They'll I'm always sure. be jocks. Yeah, They'll always be nerds. Do you know what I mean? They'll always be ladies who put it about <laughs> and, and uh, cool, ladies that don't. Cool guys. And it doesn't even make any difference um, what uniform, because uh, lots of, in America, they don't have uniforms. In the UK, we do. and people They don't have uniforms in America. No, no, lots of schools don't, but state schools in the UK we do. But the funnier thing is that the idea is that uniforms, what they do is they level everybody out. So they go, everyone's wearing the same jumper, everyone's got the same trousers or skirts. Yeah. But it doesn't make any difference because it's the slight changes that make, that 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 can just change the class. I don't know, when I was at school, um, turtle shell, tortoise shell um, buttons made of plastic, obviously, were quite on vogue if you were one of the cool kids, right? Not one right. and kickers shoes. I'm not wearing yeah shoes. kickers. I remember the kickers, kickers thing. Just to show you that you're poor and I'm not. I'm yeah, that's right. There's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter how strict the uniform is. If someone's got better shoes, someone's got a better bag. It could be. It could be literally a hair clip. Literally anything is enough to zone to kind of get people to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it's like if your dad drops you off in a Ferrari. Or something like that. We had that... an estate Volvo that was mustard yellow. And my dad <laughs> knew I hated it. So he'd park on the zigzag lines and beep sometimes. Like we normally walked home, but if he had to pick me up, he'd sit there and go, beep, beep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's always going to be that. They can't really stop it. I don't mind the uniforms thing, though. No, it's fine. It's fine. It stops Just it being, thing. it does take a level of intensity out of it. Like everyone's wearing uniform. That's cool. And then, like you say, shoes and stuff, you, you can find that that difference i remember um begging my mum for i think they were called reebok pump I reebok pump. pumps and they had like a squeezy actual pump on yeah the, on the tongue i don't even remember how that in any way worked or helped but they were cool and because i suppose my mum sort of understood that that's the only thing i sort of needed to to be to get what i wanted or look how at school because everything else was the uniform well i had four she brothers sort of went with sisters. It, so I had kickers. I had to ask for kickers for Christmas. So they couldn't be my actual shoes. So I remember having them. And the, and the other thing is, because kids, are, they grow like every day, don't they? Yeah. And I remember getting these kickers and being so happy that I wasn't, a, wasn't like, didn't look bad. Because I've got five, yeah, four brothers and sisters. So the chance of getting kickers is zero. But I remember getting them and thinking, I'm sorted now forever. I think I was 12. Are they like, still a thing, kickers? No, I don't think so. But six no. months later, I, my feet were too big for the shoes. <laughs> yeah. So back to crappy shoes for John. No. Crap shoes. Yeah. You just think it's, that's it. It's and done. you still scuff them. You still walk across the backfield. Oh, yeah, but they can't look new. That's that's terrible. That's yeah, that's, that is true. I um, I booked the... I, I did have some kickers when they were a necessity. But uh, after that, I uh, I moved on to loafers. Oh, I, know I was the first kid in school to have a pair of loafers on. Jelly and uh, boy, was I ridic- ridiculed. <laughs> uh, two months later, oh. everyone else has got loafers on. But no one remembers the pioneer. 
<laughs> no one remembers the struggle, the suffering. You know, that's, that's the trouble with trendsetters like me. You know, we really never like truly appreciated in our own time. What's your first education memory? Because mine is uh, mine's playgroup. So when I was a kid, my mum worked at the playgroup. I think she worked there because I, she didn't work there previous. It wasn't like I got there and I was like, bloody hell, that's my mum. I'm sure she she took the job because of that. And she yeah. played, my mum plays the, plays the piano and plays the organ. So she played the piano at play school. Lots of uh, what, little speckled fish. I don't know if you know that classic. I remember that being played at playgroup. Bon Jovi's. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no speckled frog that was it wasn't that's it? it five little speckled frogs yeah i remember my mum playing that um uh and uh yeah and i remember being taught to wash your hands after you'd had a after you'd been to the toilet there was like a real thing and a glass of milk or squash and malted milk biscuits just kind of if you're wondering out there listeners it's every time you go to the toilet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> When you're a kid, though, but I remember it being really. I remember there just being buckets, uh, like washing yeah, maybe, maybe, just to kind of go. This is what we do. My, my early members were preschool or play school, whatever they call it, uh, being pushed down the slide by right. my friends. So I was dithering at the top, which is <laughs> not allowed, <laughs> is it? Coming an arig. Yeah. Whoa. So I remember my first trip down the slide being against my will, um, and. Slightly older than that, in proper school, getting in trouble for putting um, a pencil crayon in my friend's ear. <laughs> Quite in deep. my defence, he told me to do it. Quite deep. Well, it's deep enough for him to have the day off with earache the next day. <laughs> but, you know, it, I was just, you know, that's what he requested. You know, that's and I was really a good bad. friend. Well, actually, kind of does link to that. I... I accidentally sent a kid to hosp- the hospital in playgroup and I, I still have guilt over this. I was, must have been four or five. It was a kid. I won't say his last name because I'm, I'm sure he still exists as a human, but I remember his name was Jonathan. He's lawyering up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he was running, he was doing laps of the hall that the playgroup was in. He was just running round and round and round like Forrest Gump, just wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. And I don't know why, but even at five, I was like, that kid is very annoying. Mm. Like... He needs to stop. And so as he went past, I put my foot out. He tripped, went down and went face first into the parquet floor. Like we have done it. Solid wood floor. Just bang. Knocked out cold. Immediately went blue. Uh, like really, I can still remember how blue he was. And they had to get, and they got an ambulance and stuff. And I remember everybody going, this parquet floor is so dangerous. Look what happened to Jonathan. <laughs> and being like a weird sociopath, like, yeah, the floor did it. not me i didn't do it so there's a few sleepless nights on that one still i'm 40 i'm nearly 41 and i'm still not over the guilt of tripping up jonathan at playgroup like like, that was a terrible thing to do i I like how around that time of school things you weren't allowed to do things and there seemed no logic to it like i remember them saying everybody stop running around with big sticks pretending they're guns <laughs> and i remember thinking that's ridiculous it's not a real gun it won't actually sit shoot someone and like literally someone had their eye nearly taken out by one so it's like oh it's it's quite actually because you've, you've got two kids um but i think it's really interesting it's a sort of social experiment if you see 
two kids doing something like a real one that all what kids never get too old for is throwing stones if they're down the beach you've got shingly beach in the uk we have loads of shingly beach they'll be throwing stones generally in each other's direction but not that near and you think what is the logical conclusion to this game and there is only one end to that game that is one of those kids getting hit crying yeah that is it because yeah. it has no point and so it's like the stick thing if you see two kids playing sword fights with stick one of them's going home in tears. That is the logical yeah. conclusion to the game. Yeah, yeah, the classic is as well running with an ice cream. Oh, I've never. Yeah. What do you think's gonna happen here? <laughs> do, you, do you like the ice cream? Do you want the ice cream? <laughs> Sit still, or you'll lose it. You numpty. <laughs> They're too precious. I think. Yeah, I don't think I ever ran with an ice cream. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think... so things like that. So things like that. I remember. Uh, yeah. No, that's the early early memories. I don't. I don't, you don't remember. I don't remember that much from that sort of early bit of school. No, I remember being about, uh, as I said previously, it's not like uh, psychologically scarred me or anything. My parents got divorced in about 1988. But so I know my mum was at home at this point. We were doing the senses at school, but I hadn't told my mum, which is really odd. So it must have been about seven. We were doing the senses, the, the, the five senses. Well done. Yeah, I know. I had to think of the film first. <laughs> and the ghost, not that. Fifth and element. I <laughs> and I'd picked smell, right? And I thought, and I knew my mum's spice rack had a pot of black pepper, and I thought smell. I don't know why, because that she doesn't smell of anything. And I remember at school they said, right, who's doing what? And they said, uh, okay, John, you're you're doing smell, aren't you? And I stood up and I opened the black pepper and I went and I said, mm, yeah, and I said, I'm doing pepper because pepper smells. I sniffed it, sneezed, and dropped the glass jar on the floor. <laughs> Is there, if there's anything worse to put up your nose. Like the dumbest thing in the world. And then I remember my mum going to school and being like, you know, picking me up, oh, how was your day? And me going, I dropped the pepper. And mum would go, what pepper? And me saying, who do smells and who's pepper? But she was like, you, I've got to buy more pepper, you twat. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I do. Actually, I remember that cutoff point where it was uh, sort of you just messing around at school, yeah, aren't you? At the start, and then you suddenly start, they suddenly start tricking you into learning stuff. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I, I remember noticing that transition. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was like when it's like it was like afternoon, Wendy, Wendy House time. Then it was like reading a book. And the next day they were like, we're now going to write a book. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've read it, three. Let's get like, some foundations like, in. I don't think we are, Mrs. Tyus, because I'm going in that big purple water thing. <laughs> <laughs> that paddling pool on legs. Yes, that was amazing with the little dam things and stuff. Yeah, yeah is the water purple? Is the tank purple? Is the water <laughs> see-through to a purple tank? We'll never know for sure. <laughs> but I've got important <laughs> stuff to do. But I've got a tugboat, so. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so there's that. <laughs> the purple, the, the sand pit. Usually there was a sand area. As long as it wasn't outside, because every cat for 400 miles were like, why are yeah. you shitting there, Jeff? There is a brilliant one <laughs> on a field. Yeah. I remember doing long jump at school and people would really go for it and jump and land on their ass. And you'd be like, well, you, you don't understand school high jump, like long jump. Yeah. We don't land on our ass because of the cat shit. Yeah. yeah, so I remember that. Um, no, but that, that's it for the early bit. I thought I can't really think of anything. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a bit. I remember being taught... I remember the first time, I'm left-handed, well, I'm ambidextrous and I can do fuck all with either hand, but I write with my left hand 
and I remember the first we, they gave us like trainee fountain pens. Oh. They were I remember they were purple, and everybody got one, and they were supposed to improve your writing. So they gave us all a, a fountain. Pen. So I'm not that old. We weren't dipping a quill, but no. being left-handed with a fountain pen is ridiculous because you just wipe your hand across the writing. Yeah. As you do it. And I remember I had a teacher who's definitely dead because teachers, anybody who's younger listening to this, teachers in the olden days used to be so fucking old. It was mental. Yeah. Like they'd retire from their normal job and you'd go in and he'd be like, How old's your teacher? He'd be like, 84. It's completely normal. I think his name was Mr. I think his name was Mr. Harrison. And it, he looked like previously he'd been in Buddy Holly's band. Yeah. And I remember the first time I wrote something and I just kind of scrubbed it with my fountain penny hand. He would kind of, he had to write joined up letters. That's when you know shit's getting serious. Yeah. Joined up letters, the alphabet and joined up letters. And I remember him looking down and just smudgy mess and me with like big purple hand going, well, I mean, that's shit. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do about it. Yeah. Oh, God. The, yeah, the pen thing. Um, do you remember? I don't know if they had them uh, your way, the triangular grip for a yes. pencil yes they were shit i didn't even understand it but especially when you're an idiot like no everybody wasn't struggling thought, to hold a pencil we never thought computers were going to take over like so <laughs> it was really important to write and then like so i kind of i was right on the cusp so i finished school in 97 and computers were really kind of really kicking in then so by like 2000 people like who the fuck writes anything off to do it for yeah, years yeah yeah it didn't really to, help me, though. My English teacher basically always used to just go, it's probably a D. I mean, I can't read it. but Oh, there's a special skill that teachers have that can read any nonsense. <laughs> if, you need, if you get a doctor's note, you either need a primary school teacher to read it or yeah. a pharmacist. My, yeah, I've got my father writes like that, actually. He sends you a postcard. But the good thing is you get a, got, you get, you get a lot more out of it than most people because most people get a postcard and they're like, they read it and they're like, oh, he's having a great time. Me, it's like six weeks. One of us will come in and go like that. It says, it says basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aha! Yeah, it's like a... It's I, like a I'll tell you record. what they don't do now that they did in our time. I mean, the littler school bit of your education, the old uh, recorder, recorder lessons. Oh, goodness God, yeah. Oh, my God, what a waste of everybody's time. How annoying must it have been for like our parents? Because I was a record. I got given a you know to play recorder. Like London's burning for four hours. <laughs> or Fred Jacka. Even yeah. even good, it would be annoying. <laughs> yeah, but, even even good, it's a mono, awful sound with no depth, and you're just in the back room. Oh my goodness, I can't but, even imagine what that must have been like. I don't think I even bothered. Well, some kids in our school, like 99% of the kids had to do recorder. And then there was like 1% who, for some reason, had been picked scientifically to play the violin. That's worse. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's worse for the parents. That's worse for the parents. I mean, it sounds like a cat being abused. When you just start, it's like, oh, it's just constant. Yeah. I remember my friends, uh, like family friends, their daughter was one of the people picked to play the violin. So did you have one of those like old computers in yours, like those ABC computers or IBM or whatever it was? What was quite difficult is we had BBC computers at school um, and they had like the talk function stuff, but uh, in a really boring way. My dad started writing code for computers in uh, about 1984, 85. So he was like really early adopter. So we always had computers at home. 
and they were always better than the one at school though there was no like people want to play games and stuff we didn't really have any games so when it came to school everybody was i remember being, everyone being blown away that you could type in words and press go and it would say hello my name is john or whatever yeah and then you'd try and work out how to trick it to say fuck because otherwise it'd say right, and you'd go, well, that's not good enough mm. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you needed a different word to get a swear word out of it yeah and i remember in junior school getting nimbuses with the uh dot matrix printers when they press go and it went <laughs> and the paper uh, we had to write a poem on a background colour once with a frame around it, and it actually came out wet. Half an hour. We had this bizarre. We had those comp- those old computers as well, um, and it, we had a bizarre game on it, which was like something called like Witch's Path or something, and it was like oh, just the- a right. Yeah, and it was well, like I'll just press up. Oh, left, okay. yes, no. Yes. Up, yeah. down, left, right. And it was like, there's a forest in front of you, a mountain to your right. Which way do you want to go? And you just pressed it and went, you're on a mountain. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm on a mountain. And then it'd say, you need to go back. Because there was only one path. <laughs> yeah. The mountain's too high. You need to go back. Do you want to go God. to the woods? Uh, sure. No, I'm going to go that. No, go to the woods. <laughs> we, had, to the woods. <laughs> we had something called King's Quest at home, which was like the upgrade yeah, version some, of yes, that. Yes. But, but you would, so you'd walk the character around and then you would write like climb tree and it would say like, doesn't understand command. And fucking piss off me. Pick up egg. There is no egg. I can't see the graphics issue. Yeah. It's going to be an egg. <laughs> yeah, you had to piss get everything exactly right or else it was the most tedious thing ever. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, that's junior school. I went to, so it's two. So I lived in Buckinghamshire for uh, the first kind of, uh, from it, uh, infants into junior. My first day of junior school was in Ipswich in Suffolk because. So you had really no friends? <laughs> that was normal. That was all the way through. Oh, school. it didn't matter. <laughs> I was used to it. When um, I was, so we moved from Buckinghamshire my dad remarried and then weirdly there was a London transport office in Ipswich I still don't understand that um and so we we moved to Ipswich and moved to a new school and so kind of had to start again like and um and go through all the turmoil but I don't really remember that I don't really remember that no, I remember I don't actually remember it but I remember thinking what a big deal it was when you moved school like when you went up to the next school. Yeah. But <laughs> it always turned out all right. Yeah. Well, we moved from Ipswich and then we moved to Phipps. So I did infants. So I did preschool, bit of infants, rest of infants. Then we moved and then I did junior school. Because I know that people have primary schools where we had infants and juniors. I went to junior school in, in, in Felix, though, which you probably remember a, a, a lot more. We, um, we still have both systems here um, where, yeah, I, where I live. So... Uh, my children are actually in the old setup. They go to a first school. Yeah. And then they're going, after that, they're going to a middle school and then high school and colleges combined. So your actual, the top school is years 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. So GCSE and A level all combined. Oh, so it doesn't start seven kind of no. anymore. No, wow. they'll still, in year seven, they'll still be in middle school. But that's apparently is only like 4% of the country still do it this way. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else has got infant school, junior school, high school. Colin. Yeah, we had infant, in, yeah, infant, junior, um, high school. I don't. So, really... yeah, that's weird. But I, I can kind of, I can see pros and cons of both ways of doing it though, because yeah, like yeah. it's like, 
there is a huge gap. And I do remember this very distinctly. When you go to high school, year seven, year 11, yeah. the difference between you and a 16, 17, 18 year old kid. Yeah, walking around the corridors, just terrifying. They're, they're double your height. Yeah. <laughs> They've got adults. beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tattoos. Yeah. And you're hanging and you're meant to be educated. They're, you... they're driving a moped to school. You're still on a trike. Do you remember the transition between junior and high school? Because in, I don't know if this is a Suffolk thing, but in Suffolk, there's a thing where at the end of junior school, you go on like an outward bounds type holiday for like five or six days or something. Right. And then you have like the end of school disco and then you go to, and then, and then you know, six weeks off and then you go to high school. But I remember we went to Buxton in Derbyshire and, it was like being like, we kind of thought, because we, we, we were the oldest kids in junior school, <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's pretty much set up now. Pretty know much what I'm going to do. Um, going to do a bit, you know, can we, and we went on, and we did like walks and stuff like that. And our last day there, we had an extra disco. Um, and uh, yeah, if, it wasn't very, but I can remember that period, those five or six days in Buxton, so distinctly, like, things that happened yeah we did a trip like that because i've never Climbing done anything like that. that stuff yeah we kind of river running and we went yeah to, uh, we did go to a couple of museums and uh, i danced with my girlfriend i uh, you know she's already girlfriended up yeah taken. yeah yeah <laughs> off the market, off the off market. market. <laughs> school trips were school trips were amazing like they could take you anywhere literally and do you know what they could they don't know what they should do save money just Put you on a coach, just drive around a bit on a coach and take you back to school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just getting out of the classroom. It's amazing. Like they take you to like war camp museums and things like that. It'd be boring as hell, but it wouldn't matter. It'd just be amazing because you just weren't in school. There was always that one kid who was travel sick within like eight oh, seconds yeah. of the coach leaving and just vomiting. How, do, how the hell does sitting at the front of the coach help with travel sickness? I remember they're just being. They did that on a plane. Come up here. I remember the coach driver got on and he kind of went, I won't have any rubbish today. There's always one kid with those fruit bonbons, not not the round ones, the things that say the name. I don't know why. Wax paper. Never seen anywhere else but on a coach. There's always that kid who's the dealer. But he went, he went, I don't want to see any rubbish on the coach. There is a carrier bag at the end of all your seats on the two seats. And if you need to put rubbish in there, put those in there and I'll pick them up at the end. This kid from. Uh, Phoenix, though, to the Science Museum, basically fin- filled every bag with vomit. And it was really mesmerising, like oh. pendulum vomit bags. <laughs> and the smell on a warm coach in oh, July. No, no. <laughs> used to get that Used to get that on the... Did you used to do theme parks in yeah. all the school theme only, park trips? Only one, because we we've got Pleasurewood Hills, which is our theme park here. Right, well, we've got access to, like, all the good ones. So you do. Oh, we're in driving distance, yeah. Like what a valley, uh, flamingo <laughs> land. You should have left those two out. They're great. Um, yeah, they're in the realms of pleasure with him. Yeah, flamingo. I don't know what. Yeah, flamingo land's great now. They've really done a good job on it. But that's aside. But the, yeah, so people used to be on these roller coasters and stuff, and then straight back on the coach, and then just be sick. Yeah, I could <laughs> barely even mo- started moving. It's like do it on the roller coaster. <laughs> no, that's even worse. Um, uh, I don't know whether should we go through a, a couple of. I've got I've got some factoids. Oh, cool! I've got, I've got some factoids. So 
I had a look, but I had a look, but the stat, I had a look at the stats, they're all boring. It's well, all, I had, I had you know one, what I mean? It's all like, oh, 45% of kids go on to further education. Boring. Well, I thought, I thought the average age of leaving education was quite interesting. It's actually from uh, so, so, so 1998 to 2015, so 17 years, it had risen from basically 16 and a half to 18.3 years. So right. many few people leave education early i left i was 16 I, I finished and i was like fuck this and left but I, so it's yeah in so in 17 years between 1988 and 2015 it do you regret that uh yes but i think uh i i didn't like my my like there's lot there's lots of everybody's there's so many uh differences between everybody in the world and i had a really sh- like shitty sh- like bad bits of my childhood and i kind of wanted to just get out as quick as possible yeah. so i went to work and the thing that i would tell youngsters uh is that there's no skipping it really if you if you went from uni to from 18 to 20 or you didn't or you didn't or you left school at 16 then you did two years of sick form where you learn those things that you would learn uh changes but nothing else does so i had to so i started at the bottom in my job yeah and then i had to do all the shit that other people had done at uni in in work basically yeah and get paid nothing basically so yeah. every time they said do you want to do an extra shift well i'm mr johnny no qualification so i was like yeah i'll pick that shift up so i was working 50 60 hours a week uh and i ended up at 22 i was management but I could have gone out. I could have. I could have been mm. there at twenty. It had I done the work. Had I gone to uni, yeah. I'd have done it. Um, so I. So I regret it in that regard, but not really because it's circumstantial, isn't it? It depends what your everything is. And uh, yeah, I, I thought be, I was an arcade engineer, which didn't come up weirdly. We were talking about the seaside, which Richard mocked me for. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. I was. I used to fix arcade machines for a living. That was my job. Um, and uh, I did. I, I did that. The sec- well, I saw Windows double glazing, and I then I worked at the arcades uh, for what, a long time. What? So what are these stats? Oh, facts. oh sorry. So eighteen point three years. I was trying to work out when smacking ended in school, when teachers could hit you. Oh right, okay. And it ended in nineteen eighty six. Okay. Uh, well, we didn't see that then. Well, I weirdly I did in uh, nineteen. Um, I'm going to get this as well. In nineteen ninety two. Well, the same. We had the same head teacher from then. The, our head teacher was with the trend, so he was about ninety. Yeah, and yeah. he's dead, so it's fine. His name is Mister Hanford, which I can't libel the dead. He's definitely dead because he was ninety then, <laughs> and it yeah. was it was thirty years ago. So he, uh, my friend, had uh, me and my friends got in trouble for jumping in puddles, and Mister Hanford set us a. Um, punishment which was to write an essay about why you don't jump in puddles and then come and read them to mr hampford in his office and so we both had to spend our lunchtime or whatever writing these uh, essays and that's fair them. enough yeah it seemed reasonable and we got into the office and i read mine and then uh, my fellow classmate who must have been a satirical genius he was only 11 yeah this essay on why you don't jump in puddles and it was the funniest thing at 11 that i'd ever heard <laughs> he what he'd done was he'd progressed jumping in puddles 
you mustn't jump in puddles because if you jump in puddles, you might get pneumonia. And then when you get pneumonia, you go to the hospital. After you've been to the hospital, you'll probably start dying. All your friends and family will come. They'll all be crying. And that's all your fault because you jumped in puddles. It went on and on for our whole thing. Right. And he started laughing. I started laughing. It was really, really funny. And we'd really got into a fit of giggles. And Mr. Hampford got off his chair, put my friend over his knee and spanked him <laughs> in the office which for, for some reason at the time was even funnier. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this old man in a tweed suit spanking your 11-year-old friend <laughs> was incredibly wow. funny. So yeah, corporal punishment. Um, there was famously in our era as well, the uh, milk snatching. Yeah, Thatcher, see, they'd already Buckinghamshire, they banned it already, so it didn't actually make any difference. I didn't see it. We had milk at uh, junior school, but not junior school, um, preschool, but not school. We, st- we carried it on, even after the ban. I think the only difference was the parents had to pay. Yeah, we didn't. We had to... Uh, well, I, I hate milk anyway. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the taste of milk. So I would never have drunk it anyway. I don't I don't ever drink milk on its own. It's yeah. disgusting. So it wouldn't bother me. I'm drinking a coffee right now and there's no milk in it. I can't stand it. Um, they banned school dinners in Buckinghamshire as well. But I, I can't remember what that was about. They're talking just, about Just starvation. Talking about school dinners, and you'll definitely know this. I wanted to check what the uh, pack lunch. I don't know if you're a pack. I, I was a pack luncher at school. Really? Yeah, it had to be. Like it was, it was, it was mid recession. <laughs> Seven person family pack lunch. Right, right, right. Oh, so um, that was a money saving exercise. I think it was. Um, and I was going through what's banned now because uh, I'd heard. Uh, uh, normally it's always it's on Facebook isn't it my kid got sent back because of this and it's always something ridiculous that a kid shouldn't have and I was thinking what wouldn't be allowed what isn't allowed now so I've got a list of what isn't allowed now and things that I remember at school like if you had these things in your lunchbox when I was at school you were a champion you yeah, were you, you were, you were dogs bollocks yeah. If you pulled out a, a wagon pajama. wheel, if you pulled out a wagon wheel, you'd be carried down the corridors of the school. Yeah, they call you Wagon along. Wheel John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But all these things are bad because I think it's because there's so much stuff now, isn't there? Um, so all soft drinks are banned um, from pack lunches. Cordial is banned. Yeah, S- yeah. S- sports drinks, which I really loved. Like I run into here. Yeah, no Red real, Bull, no Lucas Aid Sport. Really indignant. <laughs> That's Julie's favourite. You know she likes orange Lucas Aid Sport. I thought it was really funny. Uh, Flavoured milk, so milkshakes, um, f- fruit drinks, which I assume doesn't include fruit shoot, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not allowed anything except water. Yeah, that's I, that's I have to deal with this stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's what it said. <laughs> uh, which I really thought, this really made me laugh. Lollies, which I thought was just random, like lollies. Boiled sweets. Um, chips. Uh, chocolate chip um, muesli bars with chocolate chips in. Yeah. Oh, muesli bars themselves, which is really weird because in the supermarket, they're allowed to write all manner of shit and pretend that muesli yeah, bars are Yeah, school sees right through that. <laughs> yeah, it's complete bollocks. They're as bad for you as a Mars bar, which I just thought was good. Cakes, donuts, field cakes, sweet slices and biscuits. Yeah. You would be, you'd be a legend um, it, it, back, in, yeah, back in the late 80s, early 90s, putting out any of that shit. Yeah. It's um, 
it's easy to list what you can have at, at, at Molly's school, my my daughter's school. They're allowed a, a playtime snack, and they can it can be in the bags, and that's whether they have school dinners or not. Is a literally one thing. Now I don't know if they've done a deal with this company or whatever, but there's there's one basically one approved product. Um, so it's that or nothing, and it's called a bear yo-yo. Um, and it's 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 like con it's like crushed fruit. It's just a like congealed fruit. Type yeah, thing. just it's literally just hammered together fruit. Is it like a puck then? Uh, yeah. Or does it come off in like a strip? Yeah, it's like a puck that that comes apart in a strip, like a reel. Right. Okay. A reel of yeah. Uh, for, there's a there's another company do along called a fruit winder, which you <laughs> yeah, could try and slide past. Oh, the, the oh, but that's bad. That's on the band list. It's on. The, it's in a, a grey area. Do they do? Is there like a dealer at school? Like, is going. I've got winders. See you, Twix. Twix. <laughs> what? Whisper. You've got whispers. <laughs> no, no, whisper. Twix. <laughs> the more you ban these things, though, the more that children want to know what they're like. Because the thing is, they're so institutionalised. These kids these days. They. If I. If I tried to sneak something in because I'd forgot to get another <laughs> box of eight pound bear yo-yos, Molly would just throw it at me and say, "Not allowed that." Oh, really? Wow! Because you've seen people get yeah. Outside. I think you missed out though on school dinners. I loved school dinners. I thought they were great. We just didn't just didn't happen. Yeah. What was so, your favourite? Sitting down at twelve, quarter past twelve for a three courser. <laughs> was there really three <laughs> courses? <laughs> it it felt like two. it. Did you have those segmented trays, segmented trays? Yeah. Yeah, they went through a, f- a couple of years of school was those. Yeah. Mm. It's like a phase. My wife is a, a school, she was a school dinner. I, I think I think her mum was a dinner lady for some time. They had a chicken pie that we called snot pie. <laughs> and it was superb. It was gr- the greyest, you know, like a, a Victorian corpse. It had that grey sheen to it. I don't know what gravy is grey. But so good. And I don't know how you get a chicken meatball. The, the chicken in the chicken pie was spherical. So I don't know what process it had been through. But it, it was so been... good. And in our era, everything was chips as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shovel chips. I had chips with everything. Shovel. Well, because... Ma- the... Mash or chips? Hmm, let me think. Mashed potato. <laughs> lumpy and flavourless mashed potato. Yeah. Or chips. Served mm. from an ice cream scoop as well. Always. Do you want to I... serve these while I decide? <laughs> Do I... Well, there used to be a clandestine operation going on at school because those people on lower incomes got a, got a thing called a dinner token. Yeah. Brass dip. Heard about those. But they had a street value, right? So... But sometimes, depending on the day, my, my, I, I'd buy one, right? Because the little <laughs> ladies didn't know who the hell fuck anyone was. So I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I, I don't want my dinner token today. And I'd go like, and they'd go, have you got a quid? And I'd be like, nah, 50? And they'd go, 90? And I'd be like, 80. <laughs> and then I'd be yeah. in there eating a hot dog with a shovel of chips. So I have had dinner, dinner, school dinners, yes. but only in the clandestine way. Yes, <laughs> I only, bought a school uh, Yeah, only laundered. Yeah, it's purely laundered. My um, it's a surprise uh, insert at this point. I should say my wife's actually a teacher, and uh, the pat lunches. She works in um, uh, a school in an area of quite extreme poverty. Uh, So, so she gets some very interesting pat lunches brought in 
Methadone. Recently, she, there was um, a lunchbox opened up. They checked lunchboxes, obviously. Opened up the lunchbox. Half a frozen pizza. Still, Still frozen. frozen. Oh, my goodness. How do you even get that in half? Uh, how did they get that pizza in half? Yeah, a circular saw. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. So, but do you know what? They just they just cooked it for a. What, oh, what, you, what can you do? You know, yeah, like, nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's very sweet. Uh, yesterday's happy meal has, has oh. appeared. You know, it's a freezing cold McDonald's happy meal in a lunchbox. It's the kid they... was probably buzzing with that. It's oh, why oh, they... happy meal again. <laughs> But it is so. So why you obviously do these rules on packed lunches is obviously to catch people in a safety net. That yeah. is, is the thing. And so, do you know what really upsets Sarah about it is they're entitled to free meals, right? But they yeah, but they just need to fill out one yeah. form that she yeah. keeps giving them. But it was it really had an air to it. Like if you if you were a token kid at school, <sighs> there was a thing to it a bit. Well, um, at your school. Still, Maybe this wasn't in your ear, I don't know, or not even in your region. Did you have a tiny tie? Did you that make was, your school that, tie really short? Right. So <laughs> I wasn't a cool kid ever. So I I, I would have felt um I, I would have felt like I was I was it was fake because I wasn't <laughs> in the gang of the short tie people. Right. So I had um yeah, I had I just had my normal tie, but like I had um, my little brother is taller than me, and my older brother was taller than me. So I had hand me ups and downs. So I never had, they were never mine. Like my shirt had always come from somewhere. It either gone up or gone down. It didn't matter. So always my shirts were too big. So I always had blousy shirts. I never did the cuffs up on. Um, in, in, in a, um, I've always had, I just, I think I just thought I'm knackered. So I've always had female friends. So, uh, so, Girly friends were really into um, friendship bracelets. So we used to have like 20 friendship bracelets. Mm. Hair like Gabrielle, blousy shirt, tie, not done up all the way because of that, and the top button undone. Untucked yeah. constantly. I'm basically like a young Peter Pan who's going to school as well. Yeah, like, right, for, okay. For like how, years. looking back now, how ridiculous and naff did the short tie Oh, really bad. So stupid. That is kids in it. That's yeah, kids yeah, in a that photograph, is, that is. Yeah, that's that the is mentality that. of a teenager. I just you know, met the tie really short. That looked cool. <laughs> yeah. And less that's... annoying and get the around. Funny the funny thing is, you see those people at like a wedding now or a funeral, and they still haven't got the hang of a tie because they tied the tie like that. Yeah, yeah, because they never Year actually seven, and they never undid it, it over the <laughs> head, back <laughs> on, Paul. No, no, no. I must admit, my tie tying isn't brilliant, and I put that partly down to that. Oh, I taught myself how to tie wins or not about eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so now it's always double wins. I, I'm okay, but some, it sometimes lets me two goes. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do understand that. Um, I, I had a friend who always had this massive vendetta against the school tie. Like, <laughs> why do we have to do this? This is not fair, blah, blah, blah. And he was constantly looking for loopholes. So at one point, he'd wear the tie like a scarf. <laughs> so, un- so round the proper collar, but untied and sort of just dangling. And then, it, obviously, they said no to that. Then one day, he didn't have his tie on. And they went, way tight, and I'm wearing it. He goes, no, you're not. And then he'd, he'd show his coat and he'd wrapped it around his arm. <laughs> I'm wearing it. It just, like just says it. in the rules you got to wear a tie. I am. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, sorry. And they, you just say, don't be a dick. Sorry, out. But he just kept going with his routines. <laughs> he he wore, it, wore it as a belt once. 
I like his spirit. I just think yeah. that's brilliant. Why not? I, because, the, as you say, the rules are that. What were you like at... Because I, like, the other thing is, I was the perpetually naughty kid. I could do things I did to drive people mad for for hours. Like, and the other thing was, I don't know if you ever did this, I was that kid. I was... You had a thing called report at school. You could be put on... Oh, yeah, we had that. Which is where a teacher has to fill in a paragraph in a box on your report, uh, how you behaved in the in the lesson, and then you have to hand in your report to your the head of the That's right, yeah. Every day, I got. I've been on a report. I, I was on report every uh, bar the first um, two terms. I was on report every term of every year I was ever at school. Isn't it mad that every every single school type of schoolboy is like a cliche yeah that's so cliche you're from a broken home you yeah. move to the area on report yeah. on report like constantly yeah did you have a carrier bag instead of a school bag i did at one point <laughs> it's like a cliche though isn't I it it's like a strap. thing yes yeah. like these 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 so set in stone these caricatures the types of school kids I remember I got called in. My, my... Can I borrow a pencil? That was you. Yeah, that was that kid. When I was at when I was in the last year of school, um, I got uh, the somebody came to the classroom door and said, um, uh, "My teacher, who can't, who probably isn't dead, so I won't libel her, um, Mrs. Smith wants to see you in her office uh, with your reports." And I had like a file of reports for the week, and I brought them in, and my dad was just sitting in the had uh, my uh, head of years office and yep. I hadn't been told type thing and she was sitting there and I had to give my report and she said to my dad I've called you in today to go through um, John's reports with you uh, and I want to say before I start that we're taking John off report and my dad instantly didn't want any more information was like well that's got to be good news and she said no and my dad said sorry and she said this that took the wads of paper, pointed at it, and went. This has become John's personal diary, written by somebody else, of what he's got up to in the day. What he's done or what they've said about him makes absolutely no difference. It's just that they've noted it down. Yeah. So he's quite happy with it. It's like sitting there through the run through. Yeah, and no, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, wow. so she didn't do anything to me at all. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, but I was naughty, but like not. I've never. Um, uh, I got picked on quite a bit, uh, like in a, in a school way, but uh, never a violent kid. Didn't never not in fights unless they. I no, was, I was never really in fights. I just think I was just too good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine was every. I like, but I now when I go look back, I think I look. I always just had a thing that I did as long as like now. Now when I'm filming this, my hair's up. I, but it was always crazy. I just didn't care. Like, I didn't yeah. care what anybody yeah. thinks. So I just Were you in any like clubs or teams or...? Well, at school, I was a cub, I was a beaver, cub scout, boys brigade, uh, army cadet. I did all of that, uh, but never did um, at school. No. no. When did you start... Because you're a smoker as well. When did you When did you do that? Was a smoker. Yeah, I said was a smoker. You said, ah... No, was when did you when did you kick off the habit? It was uh, oh no, yeah. you were late. Come on, weren't you? Weren't no, you? not really, not really. Dabbled, dabbled throughout all of high school, really, yeah. uh, and then really took it up full time towards the end of high school. 
yeah, so sort of 15, yeah. 14, 15, 16. No, no, not so much 14. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's just, you just, they call it peer pressure, but really it's just not even that, is it? You just, you're just doing what any, everyone else is doing. I yeah. didn't feel pressure to do it. It just, I remember being, you just, had, you just did what everyone else did. Yeah, God I remember, knows why. I, I was about 12 and I started smoking. But I didn't smoke, right, not really officially until I was about 13. I was at a youth club and I remember being in the park and smoking before the youth club. And the kid, and then we were with another kid and he went, you don't even breathe it in. We were like, what? Blowing up cigarette smoke. And then he said, no, no, you've got to put the smoke in your mouth and then breathe that smoke in. Yeah. And then we were like, <laughs> did it? And we're like, holy, and that was it then. Now we're in. Yeah, yeah. It was mad with the teachers. It was that was a funny thing in our sort of era, because the teachers knew knew who was doing it. They knew where they was doing it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they were that bothered. Are they just come and get occasionally the if they ran out so of cigarettes, they just come <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just come and get some. But, said, but, I, but they were clever with it. I think that's why they didn't just because they literally could have just gone every day, every break time to those locations and stopped it. Yeah. Yeah, to but, stay there. there but was they a just literally... kept us on a leash. Kept us... There was always a place, I think, in every town as well that was called Smokers Alley. Like, I mean, that's a giveaway. They're all there. Yeah, that's where <laughs> they are. That's where they'll be. <laughs> that's where they'll be. Where do you reckon they are? Do you think they're down there, that old windy lane? No, no, Smokers Alley. Has anyone checked uh, around the back of the bike sheds? Because <laughs> I was reading this in a Blyton, <laughs> and that's where they went. No, I said, no, no one's looked. Uh, <laughs> all yeah. there. All right, I'll go check. Not only were there loads of people smoking there, there were kids doing things that should only be on biker ground. I really want to say the word as well. I really want to say the f word, word, but I'm like, I'm like, no, it, it feels icky. I don't want to yeah. say <laughs> lots of. We'll say they were doing snogging. Down yeah, there. we definitely need to uh, keep one eye on that bike shed, <laughs> oh, no. or maybe oh. just get rid of those bike sheds because it's not supposed to bring your bike to school anyway. Yeah, or just move the bike sheds back so there's not there's there's no gap would be yeah. quite good. Yes. It was, when they put the bike sheds in, do you think they were like, where do they go? Well, put them up against the fence. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where are kids going to be snogging and smoking? Good point. <laughs> Keep them at far off the back. Yeah. If only really... there was a transparent material we could use for these <laughs> shelters. Stop dreaming. <laughs> uh, do you remember? Um, I still remember, like, um, there were teachers that were like, genuinely funny. And I, do you remember, you know, your end of year reports when you got them through? I, I still remember a teacher I had um, who was called Mr. Hotton. This isn't libelous, so it's fine. Who, who was my English teacher. And I, I really, really liked him. I, uh, I've always loved reading and I'd always read whatever the book was we've been given. I'd have already read it because they'd give it to you. And I just like, you get those kids who read two two lines a week but I just read it read it so I was always reading and stuff we're not generally good at academia but I got the report and I got all the normal stuff and then I got to Mr Hotton's page on English and it said and there was just like a bit that they could write in and it said um John can talk about uh, any subject in an interesting and engaging way unfortunately he does bugger all work yeah, I was like, I love that. That's good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we had funny teachers. It was like you say, though. It wasn't. It was like, don't know if it was a bit of a watershed thing because there was a lot of teachers there that didn't even seem like qualified teachers. They were 120. They didn't like children. 
you know what I mean? Like, but then there was these other younger ones that were funny, dynamic, into it, bothered, seemed to like you. It was if like, they were, there was they like were a, two completely different generations of teacher. If they were a female and were within a decade of the kids, age of the kids, they, they were supermodels. Like it, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, there were some nice ones in my school. But it's probably not, not relatively, but you probably were like, she's not 80. Whoa. Stuff. Yeah. Did you have like rumours? About teachers. Yeah, yeah, that teacher's with that teacher and that teacher with that teacher. And if you saw them coming out, one, of the, if they saw one coming out the other one's office, you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to tell everybody. <laughs> we had one. Uh, I won't say her name, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. But uh, apparently she was a German language teacher. Yeah, and apparently she'd left her husband for a, a German woman. <sighs> yeah, like that. And that was never confirmed. In fact, I think it was complete nonsense. I don't know. She never took oh. a wedding ring off. Right, because I know we're going to be wrapping up in two seconds. I, I just want to do... Right. When I was a kid, one of the biggest punishments in high school in a class was to be, to be sent out of the room. They would say, you know, go out and wait in the corridor, and then you'd have to wait in the corridor until they, uh, until they were ready for you. Okay. I got sent out of uh, a drama class. I was in a drama class. Um we were messing around i don't know and, and i was i was told to go outside and wait by the door which i did as i opened the door there was a young lad there who, who was in the same class called peter and peter as i opened the door peter went watch out mind yourself and, and i looked down and peter had removed every single drawing pin from the near, near notes board of which there was a lot no 200 he'd put the paper in a nice little neat pile all the backing paper the act uh, notices he put those separately and he'd laid out all these thumbtacks uh, pin up on the floor. And I stood next to him and was like, okay, but why have you done that? And he said, oh, just, just wait. So, okay, fine. Now, I, I, I'm saying this as an adult, but I remember this as a kid. She was a really horrible teacher, this drama teacher. She was just particularly had this sort of vindictive streak and she just wasn't very nice. And especially if kids were a bit uh, not very well off, she was, seemed to be yeah, pretty horrible, quite a classist person. Anyway, I stood up there and then, then I kind of forgotten about the thumbtacks when she was talking to Peter. And then the teacher came, the, the door opened, she came out to accept her apology for our behaviour. And she took one step out of the door and she wore ballet pumps every day to school because she was a ballet teacher or something right. 30 years previous. So she always wore ballet pumps. So she stepped out the door with ballet pumps onto 50 thumbtacks that were face up. Ouch. And the scream was unimaginable. And I looked at Peter and he looked at me like, that was what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you are a maniac. Oh, my neck. That's bad. I got, so I only, I only remember being asked to stand outside twice. Oh, really? You know, all the time. Uh, once was uh, in French. I wasn't listening. And the French teacher asked me how to say something in French. And I said, oh, what's the point? <laughs> and, and, you haven't changed at all. And she, but she said, what do you mean? I said, all French people speak English if you put a gun to the head. And she just said, stand outside. And then the other one was, we had a teacher, an incredibly exotic history teacher, all the way from Lancashire. And he kept asking me questions, and I always just replied, I don't rightly know, because that's what they sounded a bit like. 
And I, I think I think I remember him laughing the first couple of times. But yeah, it's like two, the kids just two, never drop it. Two no. weeks in of me always that yeah. the only thing I ever said to him. Uh, he just asked me to stand outside. <laughs> There's certain kids, they just get, well, they can see the neat, they're like the nick in the armour and just think, I'm going for it. That same teacher who gave me the funny bugger all report, he used to kick everybody out the same way. And if you weren't used to it, it was very funny. And like he, I remember him saying to me, <clears throat> the first ever time he threw me out and asked me to stand outside, he said, <clears throat> how strong are you, John? And as a kid, you're an idiot. And I went, uh, pretty strong, sir. And he went, yeah, you're pretty strong. And I went, yeah, I think it's pretty strong, sir. And he said, Jake, can you pick up that desk? And I went, what, this? And he went, yeah. And I went, yeah, probably. He went, Jake, you can pick it up and walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really then, good way of kicking me. <laughs> I remember we had an English teacher who used to make you stand holding a dictionary out, mm. outstretched. What a weird Vietnam War style yeah. punishment. Thing it was just, well, it was just to shut you up, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't like it went on for three days with water dripping on you or anything. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. That was all sorts of stuff. But like the throwing the chalk and stuff used to happen as well. Oh, and the duster, yeah. Yeah. All the time, yeah. We had really- a woodwork teacher with a wooden leg. Legit, that wasn't a rumour. So oh, that obviously the rumour was he made his own leg. Right. Which looking back, he probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell, I think that's the, that's the, that's the show. Isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. What did you have options? What were your options? Uh, so I chose drama. I got an A star in drama. You'd never have guessed, would you? Um, I can believe it. <laughs> I chose social science for humanity, uh, so politics, basically. Um, and so do, do. there were any choice. Oh, and I picked. Uh, oh, we had to pick. No, the science. We know that was the only two picks. You got art and humanity. You only got two. And so, yeah, I picked uh, drama and. Uh, social science because the other choices were re and geography you what did you pick um oh my options was a disaster absolute disaster uh i didn't understand how it worked at all like and i got terrible advice so i ended up they made me do geography because i got the third highest grade in the year group even though i didn't like it um so that went well um because i just didn't like it i still had to do it i did separate science even though i'm not good at science yeah um theater studies or drama can't remember yeah. what it's called and graphics which was like woodwork but without wood oh okay yeah you're right we picked i picked um the design and tech i picked basically woodwork yeah and no one recommended me taking pe even though i was in every single school sports team that might have been a good choice it wasn't uh, optional I was already into computer programming, doing computer programming at home, designing my own websites at home. Right. No one mentioned possibly doing IT. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went to choose IT for A-level, they went, no, you didn't do a GCSE. And I went ballistic <laughs> and, and they, managed uh, to get on. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so my options were terrible. If you want to let us know what your options were, join our oh, Facebook group. That's a really good idea. Yeah. On go. Topic Podcast on yeah. Facebook. Check us out. Oh, or drop eat, us an email. Drop us an email on the at the on the on topic podcast at gmail.com. Um, or go and have a look at the TikTok channel. We put teasers and stuff on there. So yes, so thank you very much for listening, and we'll thank see you again you. next time. Bye. 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 On topic.